got it. And we are live. All righty. And as soon as I see me on here, where we have everybody that will come up if they have comments for us. And I'm seeing a delay, so I'm going to go back to here where I can see, because that other <laughs> one delay drives me crazy. <laughs> welcome, 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 everybody. This is Journeys with Jones Harwell. I am your host, Jones Harwell. And this evening, got my good friend here. We learned a couple of things about each other. Yes, we there. did. <laughs> so we're going to say this is the Jones girl. That's right. <laughs> We are both Joneses by birth. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Welcome, Shelly Mache, to the show. Thank you. How Thank you. you I'm good. How are you tonight? I am wonderful. I am wonderful. I am wonderful. So I know a little bit about you. Uh, you're an author. Yes. You are a life coach. Mm -hmm. Tell the audience a little bit about you before we get started talking this evening. Yes, well, a little bit about me is I am very, me, the person laid back, enjoys to be able to be with family. I love being able to be with family. I love being able to uh, sit by myself. <laughs> I like a little me time. So I'm a person who is extremely laid back, extremely um, chill, calm. I like to take things as they come, you know, not too, um, not too serious about things. And I'm a person who I have a passion for women. I have a passion to see women succeed. I have a passion to see women understand who they are and who they were created to be, which is why I became a life coach in the first place. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So um, one of the things that you that you're into and you're into women empowerment, and I got a chance to look at your reel. And one of the things that I loved that you harped on, and we're going to talk about this because your thing is empowering women, is you said, I'm not your competition. I'm your cheerleader. And yes. when you were doing it and I could just see you, <laughs> I could feel the energy like I was right there in the room with you because you and you and you, that Oprah moment, here's something, <laughs> you and you and you. But it is so true. It is so true because we get caught up and society has gotten us so caught up and so wrapped up that it's supposed to be the best person, the best dresser, the best this, the best that, that we don't unite and take that energy and take that power and empower not only ourselves, but continue to push us forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we were saying before we got on here that especially where women are concerned, it's almost like a, a subconscious training <laughs> that, mm -hmm. that we get when we're young. It goes back to standing next to a little girl and someone to say something about that little girl and don't say anything about you. And automatically it puts you in this mind frame that there's something mm -hmm. wrong with me. So I need to be like her so I can get the affirmation. And then we grow up in a society that starts saying, if you want this kind of affirmation, then you better look like this. Then you better be like that. Then you, you have to come like this. And so when we see someone else who have those things that we feel that we don't, and we're in a society that's telling us this is what you need in order 
to be, then what happens is instead of me collaborating with you, instead of me, you know, catching arms with you, instead of me letting you know what an inspiration you are to me, now I see you as a threat. Now I see that I need to um, climb over you. Now I see that I need to be better than you versus me just being better for myself. Mm. And so we have to almost retrain ourselves, mm -hmm. especially as women, when we get older to say, I, I, I'm not going to compete with you. I see the greatness in you. I see the amazing woman you are. I see the gifts. I see the talent and they're amazing and they're wonderful and they're beautiful. And so are you. And it takes absolutely nothing from who I am. My candle is lit all by Ooh. myself. My candle is lit. You know why my candle is lit? Because I know how to light it. Hello. So my candle stays lit. And guess what? It costs me nothing to lean over and give you a little of my fire. That means we burn brighter together. Mm -hmm. But we have to retrain ourselves. And we can't let society be the ones to tell us that, well, only one woman can make it here. You know, we, can, we only have room for one. no. We have room for everybody who can step in there and feel the role. Yes, yes, yes. I always get used to get burned or people would say to me, why do you share so much information? Why, why? And my, 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 my response to them always was, God will always make sure I get my gift. Hmm. Oh, Sometimes that gift is giving somebody else their push, their mm -hmm. gift, their nudge, mm -hmm. their inspiration, their hope. So mm -hmm. why am I holding on to something that's not supposed to be for me? Absolutely. But that's when we become comfortable in who we are. Mm -hmm. See, that takes being comfortable in who I am and comfortable in who I've been called to be. Because yeah. when I'm comfortable in the woman that God has called me to be, it doesn't matter how much information I share with you. My purpose has been sealed by the one above who created me and gave me the purpose. As long as I stay tuned in and aligned with him mm -hmm. and listening and walking in the way that he's called me to walk, then mm -hmm. what, what am I tripping for? Now, I'm not saying don't use wisdom because, you know, people like to use and abuse. Right, right. So what I'm not saying is don't use wisdom. But what I am saying is if we continue to walk in the mind frame of fear and I'm never going to share with anybody, then how can we expect anyone to share with us? Mm. We need a helping hand. I need a helping hand. Right. <laughs> and so what do I look like never giving one when I need one or four? Mm -hmm. I can't do any of this stuff by myself. I'm not a one woman show. I have enough wisdom to understand that it takes other people who God has equipped, who God has touched, mm -hmm. who God has aligned me with. And I need to be able to be open with that. There are people who, who I need to be able to receive from. And guess what? There are people who need to be able to receive from me. Amen. 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 So let's segue that into your, your two books. And your Facebook group that you have um, on this platform, the Facebook platform, 70 Days of Happy Life is Better When You Smile. Yes. <laughs> Let's start with that one. <laughs> that book, that book is really my baby because it came out of a really difficult time. Um, it's kind of a mixture. I ended up doing a... 
a challenge on Facebook actually. And the challenge was not to say anything negative. I think it was for like 90 days. Ooh, and so, wow. um, yeah, it was a long time. And, but yeah, I believe it was 90 days not to say anything negative, but even not that you didn't feel things, not that things went your way all the time, mm-hmm. but that you would just be conscious of what you allowed to come out of your mouth and what you allowed yourself to think on. And after those 90 days, I did find, you know, hey, I, I found out some things about myself. I've all, like I said, I'm already a pretty laid back person, pretty happy person, but I found more, you know, about myself because during that time, somebody had hit my car during that time, Ooh. you know, I had some different revelations about myself. So going on that journey, I was able to say, okay, I can see, you know, where we're changing your mind frame and everything um, mm-hmm. can really help you. So it was part of that. And part of me trying to figure out who I was, because I had all of these titles, but as far as I, I was concerned, I had no purpose. Mm. And so when I stood in the mirror, um, boohoo crying, because I, I came to some different realizations about myself, I stood there going, you know, what is it about you that you like? And it's really funny because I don't know if I was crying because I stood there so long. <laughs> and I was like, I'm still here. <laughs> So I don't know if that was the real cry after that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but those two experiences allowed me to sit down and write 70 days of happy because it was a personal journal Mm. for myself to remember life is just not always sweet. Life isn't always kind, but if you could catch the small things in life, and if you could remember how to smile even though there are other things going on, then life can be better. Not Mm -hmm. life can be perfect. Not everything's going to work out. Not everything's in your favor, but it can be better. And that's kind of where that sentiment came from. Mm, I love that. I love that. I absolutely love that. Why is it though that we always feel, um, and I'm talking from experience because it took me, 40 years, 40 plus years to get to this point, really. Mm -hmm. Um, I always played everything safe Mm -hmm. in the middle, not too far to the left, not too far to the right. Yeah. Finally, you know, everybody was always, you know, in my ear. You such a great person to talk to. You stay so optimistic. Why don't you come up with a platform for people to talk about? Oh, no, we can just do this right (laughs) here. You and I just talk, you know, just like this. But it took me really deciding to step out on faith and say, you know what, even if I just hit one person, mm-hmm. then that's that's the goal. And absolutely, you know, I'm happy for that day. But why is that so difficult for us as women to do? And I think I'm going to seg- segue that into your next platform, the next book that you came out with. So there's, there's a couple of, a couple of books that I did a collab on. So which one are you talking about? And then I have a quote book that I did. Give me all three. (laughs) (laughs) Let's share. (laughs) Share the wealth. (laughs) So there's women inspiring nations, and that was a collaborative effort. And it was really a great book to be able to be a part of. And it's really the story of different women and how they were able to really find themselves and really um, come to, to know themselves. My chapter in that book was, again, a revelation of who I was. Growing up, I heard 
um, you know, you're, you're not pretty because of your color, you know, you're too dark, you're too this, um, you're pretty to be dark. That's not a compliment. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you know, um, and my favorite, you know, the, the guy who stood in my face and said, I don't care how pretty you are. I'll never date you. You're not light. Oh I was like, goodness. oh, well, thank you so much really? then, you know, because I'll never yes. date you. You're not attractive. <laughs> but, you know, so it really was an opportunity for me to release a part of me that I think that I had, had held on to for so long. I told other people here and there little tidbits about the insecurity, you know, that I had being of a darker complexion woman. But that wasn't something that I was willing to really open my mouth and say. And so being able to be a part of that book it gave me an opportunity to say, this is not my issue. This is your issue. If you can't see, you know, the chocolate sensation that is Ooh. in front of you, <laughs> I can't help you. <laughs> so it was a chance for me to verbalize things that I felt that I had come to terms with, but mm -hmm. I still hadn't really opened my mouth and and said it. So I think it was a sense of freedom. And that particular chapter is called too dark for love. And Ooh. it goes, and it goes into, you know, how I already had insecurities because I had an absentee father and I already had all of these different ideas of who I was, who I wasn't, all of these mixed signals, my mother pouring life into me, society snatching it away. You know, it was just too much. And so being able to take that little piece of me and put it into that book it was a freedom mm. that was attached to it to say, I'm not going to just talk about this, you know, with, with my girlfriend or keep it on the low. I have no reason right. to feel ashamed. Right. I right. have no reason to be embarrassed. I have no reason to not open up my mouth and yell, you were wrong. <laughs> you were wrong. You tried it. So that, that pretty much was a, was a moment, like I said, a freedom for me. And I loved writing that chapter because again, there were parts of me that felt like I've already overcome this. I've already conquered this. You know, I've hit this head on. But when I sat down to write it, all of those feelings, you know, came back. So I had to confront those feelings at that time. And mm. I had to go back to the little girl who had been hurt in the beginning because it's that little girl who, who carried that pain throughout adulthood. And I had to go back to her and let her know they got it wrong. It and wasn't. Let me tell, yeah, and let me tell you, a lot of us as children have that, uh, you know, as, as strong as, and, and uh, there's something I always say, Teflon strong. Mm -hmm. You know, we're supposed to be Teflon strong, mm -hmm. right? And that we just hold that baggage. We really hold that baggage. Yeah. And instead of, you know, some of us are fortunate that we're brave and fearless and we can come out of in it within our 20s. But the majority of us hit a, like 40, 50. <laughs> it's a couple of like, years later. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> It'd be a couple of years later. <laughs> right. But we have to start teaching our girls mm -hmm. that, you know what? You can do this at five. You can say this at 10. You can say this at 15, you can do this at 20, you mm -hmm. know, to, to build that composure and to build that comfort and to Absolutely. build that, you know, yes, walk in it. 
yeah. to walk in it because yeah. you know it's and it's like I, I I've told my girls since they they were young you know whatever stage you're in I always like to make sure that I let them know the world is going to view you one way the world is going to confuse you because I'm telling you one thing but when you get out here they're going to tell you something else so you have to create something solid so that you can stand on, so that you know who you are, because they're determined to tell you who you're not. Yes. And you have to fight their determination with your truth. Mm. And that is is tiring, is exhausting, but if you don't do it, then the world, society, their lies win. And we just not gonna have that. No, no, no <laughs> we're not gonna have that. So let's talk about the book that you have on the quotes. What's the name of that book? Yes, that is Power Minds, Reflective Thoughts of a Power Woman and Her Legacies. And with that one, I would do quotes on Facebook, I think once or twice a week. This was a couple of years ago. And people would say, is there somewhere I can find, you know, the, these quotes? Do you have these quotes? And it was like, oh, no, it's just something, you know, that I like to do and throw on Facebook. Well, I have been asked several times. And so I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to take some of the quotes that ladies really enjoy. And I'm just going to make a compilation of mm -hmm. these quotes and put them all, you know, in a book. And mm -hmm. so if I'm not mistaking, I want to say it's about maybe 40 quotes. I could be wrong. Okay. But it's broken up into three different parts. You, the woman. So it's about quotes that empower you, the woman. And then it's you, the woman of God. Quotes that empower that spiritual nature in you, that empower and help you, help to remind you that you belong to somebody. Mm. You belong to God. And don't ever forget it. And then the third one talks about being, um, being your fellow woman's keeper. Lifting her loving her, encouraging her, giving to her, not talking down on her. So it's those three, uh, three sections. And it's really meant to, again, just pour back into women mm -hmm. so that women will be able to say, Hey, at the end of the day, I'm powerful. I'm beautiful. I'm worthy. I'm valuable. Even when the world or those outside say I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hold on to what I know is true. And if I can't hold on to anything else, I'm going to hold on to the fact that I was created in your image and you've purposed me. Wonderful. You know, now I can see just the conversation of the two of us together. You are a dynamic speaker. Oh, what thank you. you. What drove you to actually decide that you were going to actually start uh, doing speaking? And I know you've been on several <laughs> platforms. I'm just bowing down on some. <laughs> you've been on CBS, CNBC. You've been with Taraji, the Taraji P. Henson. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> how, how, how did that come about? That actually came about through a girlfriend of mine. She, um, I don't know how she ended up with that particular connection, but they were looking for, for, um, they were looking for, for black individuals to come on and really talk about their journey, mm -hmm. their mental journey. And so a girlfriend of mine, she's the one who said, you should really look into this, you know, here's the producer and you should really see if there's something there. 
And I had an opportunity to talk with the producer. And what was actually so interesting is when I told her about my journey, I said, here's what's um, very interesting. It's not just me. I said, that was my journey. I said, but my daughter had her own journey. I said, so as mother and daughter, I literally looked at her and saw the broken pieces in her because I recognized them as myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And I said, and I really think that that were, that would just be something that people might be able to connect to. But before I could even, you know, get it out that I really thought that people would connect, she's like, do you think your daughter would be willing <laughs> to step in here? Do you think you both would be willing to come in and talk about that and help other people? It was a, it was an opportunity that after we were done, we sat back and we was like, what did we just do and why? <laughs> why did we expose ourselves like that? We're people are gonna look at us like we crazy. And we sat down and we were like, you know what? That's that's what keeps people from sharing their stories. Exactly. And so exactly. we were like, we did it. We got nothing but positive feedback from it. And you know, reading different comments, people were like, I relate, and I, you know, I'm so happy that someone else is there. I relate to this story, I relate to that story. And it was really a, a wonderful opportunity. Amazing, 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 <laughs> amazing, amazing. I am just in awe, and I'm just so humbled because you know, like I was sharing with you before, it took me so long to get to this point. Mm-hmm. you know um and people you know just but had said I had it all along yes. and I remember um when I finally came to the realization you know what I, I'm going to step out on faith and I'm going to do this it took my cousin in in my ear because what I did is I stepped out and I wrote the first book and now I'm a fiction writer all right. I love mystery suspense. I didn't care. I just wanted it <laughs> off my bucket list. This girl's story had been with me since high school. Wow. Parts of her story. And I mm-hmm. think it, it came as I was going through different stages of life too. So, you know, she was always that a little bit of my alter ego, mm-hmm. you know, the one that wasn't afraid to talk, wasn't afraid to <laughs> you know, to do all this stuff. And so when I finally, you know, did the book and I said, here it is, I have a girlfriend who's a best-selling author and, uh, you know, she had said that she would publish it for me and I got it all done. And she looked at me and she said, you can do this yourself. Now we've had the conversation and she knew I was throwing daggers back because I was like, <laughs> no, she didn't. Tell me I did all this and now you're going to tell me I can do it myself. But she knew that I could learn how to do the self-publishing mm-hmm. myself. Yes. So I said, okay. You know, went to my mother. Can I name my company after you? This is my legacy to her. Oh, so wow. I did that thinking, this is my baby. It'll sit off over here when I want to write a book. Guess what? There it is. Well, when I did it and so many people saw that I finally jumped off the ledge and did it, I had a cousin that came to me and said, can you help tell my story? This is why I do this podcast. And this is why I do what I do. And I said, no, Uh, it was an immediate no. And I was (laughs) like, I knew parts of her story, but because we were first cousins 
because it was family involved. You know, I was like, I don't want to hear your dad. I don't want to hear my mom. And she said a couple of things to me. She said, it's my story. Hmm. Own it. Yes. It's my truth. All I'm speaking about is me. I'm not speaking about anybody else. I'm speaking about what, what I own. Yes. She said, now, God told me two things. He said, one, he said, you might say no. He said, but two, he said, why you keep running from this gift I gave you? Wow. She said, everybody's ministry is different. Mm -hmm. Yours is the ministry to sit and talk with people and make them comfortable enough Mm -hmm. to share their story to tell their journey. So this is how Journeys with Jones Harbor. That's beautiful. Because I said, okay, for those that I can't help write to tell their story, I can give them this platform. Give you a platform. For them to tell their story. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Oh, thank you for the platform. So where can people find your books? Yes, you can find my books on my website, which is ShellyMache.com. And as you can see, Mache is spelled M-E-C-H-E-T-T-E. And so we can also connect there. You can also connect with me personally on Instagram. I'm at Shelly Mache. I like to keep things easy. I have also recently um, started TikTok. I guess, am I still considered recent if it's been a, a couple of months? Is that still recent? Yeah, because me too. Okay. Me too. <laughs> so I'm on TikTok now, doing, y'all. You know, all I'm doing yeah. is moving my head half the time, you know. <laughs> so we can also connect there on TikTok. And then as you mentioned before, I have a Facebook group and we can connect on my Facebook group as well. And so, and that is Purposeful Christian Women on Facebook. Yeah. What made you decide to, to create that group? Was it part of the the quotes that came about with the quotes that you were doing or was it a, another way to connect and empower with women? Yeah, I, again, being on Facebook, a lot of your stuff gets lost. Mm-hmm. And I really did want an opportunity to pour into women and to really connect with women and to have an opportunity for women to get to know me. So I wanted to know you, but even more so, I wanted you to have an opportunity to know me. I wanted you to see those those parts of me that were just like you. I wanted you to see that I I walked in fear just like you. I have, you know, I have felt intimidated just like you. I have felt like a failure just like you. I've been a single mom just like you. I'm married just like you. So I I wanted that relatability Mm -hmm. and for women to understand it doesn't matter where you are, God already purposed where you'll be. So let's do that journey together. Come back, say that one more time. Yes, because it doesn't matter where you are. God has already purposed where you're going to be. Yes. Let's do the journey. Let's do the journey. Let's do it. And that was the reason I wanted that group to network, for women to come together, for women to empower each other, for women to be one another's cheerleader, for us to really just be there for one another as we walk through discovering our purpose and, and just, and running in it and running in it in confidence, no more, no more hiding behind the bushel. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Let's get get out there. Be loud about who God created you to be. He only created one you. You might as well get out there and, and, and tell it. Yes, yes, indeed. Oh my goodness. This has <laughs> been incredible. I'm watching the comments and I'm trying to see if anybody's got anything that they wanted to mm-hmm. say while we are talking. Uh, thank you for the guests that have, have jumped on. Uh, Dr. Larry White Sr., Jackie Mims, India Dawn, um, we had um, Mitchell Entrepreneur. I know him as Coach Mitchell, Coach Matt Mitchell. Um, thank you so much. The love is just pouring, pouring, pouring. And I know the more people see this, they can see what I see. They can see what I'm feeling. You are just dynamite. You have thank just you graced so us much. and just so incredible. Is there any parting words you'd like to um, leave with us? And then we're going to go through once again, where everybody can purchase your books, where they can find you and all the social media platforms. If they want to reach out to you as a speaker, because you are a speaker as well in life coach. Yes. My last word to you is I believe in you. Those are my words because so many of us, we've had people tell us, what we're not going to be, what we can't do. I I was talking to one of my daughters the other day and it just really baffled me. These are things I didn't know when she was young, but it just really baffled me how many teachers were negative in her life or made her feel that she would never be anything in life. We were passing by someone and they were homeless and she was really sad. And, you know, and she said, I've always been so afraid that I was going to be homeless. I just, I just grew up so afraid that I'd be home. And I'm like, well, why, why did you feel that way? I've always kept a roof over your head. We've always been, been blessed. We, we've never, you know, blessed in the sense of being able to have, have some place to lay our heads. Why would you feel that way? She said, you know, I don't know. It's just that my teachers never gave me that confidence. They always made me feel like I was never going to be anything. And I thought, how horrible. It's good that I didn't know that at that time, because, you know, I might have some, you know, clack clacks on me or something. But Mm -hmm. the idea that I was pouring life into you the same way that my mother was, and you were walking through life the same way that I was, getting love poured in over here and having it snatched out of you on the other side. And so there's so many that are growing up or that are like my daughter where you have the, and myself, where you have these mixed messages. I want you to know that even if you don't believe in in you right now, even if you don't have that strength to believe in yourself, I want you to know, I don't have to know who you are, but I believe in you because I believe in the God who created you Mm. and he created you with a design and gifts and talent. And I am here as a coach to help you walk in them because I believe that you have them. I believe in you. Wonderful. You guys heard it. You heard it here (laughs) first. (laughs) You heard it here first. Shelly Mache, thank you so much for coming on to the show once again. Please uh, give us your social media platforms where they can buy your books. Um, also, I think, um, let's, let's back, rewind, <laughs> because one thing I did not touch on that you mentioned, you had some great things. I don't know if you want to share them on this platform or 
make them come to your platform to see it. But there was something great that you were going to start in 2022 with your daughter. Me and my daughter, we actually have a, um, we have a talk show. <laughs> and so it is the Shelly and Bree show. <laughs> Yes. And so we will actually be going into our second season and we're going to be going into, yes, we're going into our second season. Um, I want to say it's March of, of next year. Mm -hmm. And so, but we are currently, for those of you who may be out there, who may be producers or directors, or you do some behind the scenes, our, our show is about interviewing people that are in the entertainment industry and who work behind the scenes. So a makeup artist, anything like that. We're seeking our guests right now for anyone who wants to, you know, throw me a little, throw you a throw little, me a little email. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so we are a mother daughter producing team. Okay. That's one of the other things um, that, now, I, that I do. Are you local or are you looking for people local or... Well, here's the great thing. Because we're virtual right now, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter. That's the one thing about this, this virtual connection. We have had an opportunity to meet so many amazing people. So it's a, it's a wonderful platform. And that is what we'll be going. Like I said, we'll be going into our second season next year. And we are ecstatic about it. And we'll be looking into other opportunities um, as well. So we're, we're really excited about, about being able to really advance our journey a little bit more next year. Great, great, great. Yes. They can find all the info yes. on your social media platform. Absolutely. You say you keep it simple. Shelly I keep Mache. it simple. Shelly Mache. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. And if you'd like to join the Facebook group, you can find me. Um, you, well, you can still find me on Facebook, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but at Purposeful Christian Women. But absolutely would love to connect. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. me this evening. This has been a wonderful conversation. This will not be our last conversation. No, it sure. won't. Once no, we it have will made not. The connection. You're a Jones. I'm, I'm a Jones. How could yes. it be the last? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> This concludes our show for this evening. Uh, for those of you, a quick PSA announcement for those of you that were looking for the Michelle Johnson interview tomorrow with my wonderful sister from Signature Entrepreneurs and Masterminds, we are going to postpone that show. She is under the weather. So look for the new date for that one. But I probably will jump on right quick at the end of the year, maybe just do an open platform for anybody that just wants to do some shout outs or some prayers. That will be the end of our year show to welcome us into 2022. 2022. Amen. Wow. Amen. 2022. I just want to throw it out there uh -huh. that, you know, this is, this is my birthday week. So I just, since Happy I'm live, birthday. I might as well, thank you so much. I might as well throw it out that it's my birthday, you know, just, you know. <laughs> Everybody send her some love, send her some love, send her some love. <laughs> yes. And 2020 year is the, my year around the sun, six zero. All right. So let's see what's going to be in store for this girl. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I so enjoyed our conversation today. I told you guys it was going to be fabulous. Told you. 
So check it out in the repeats, share it with your friends. Please, please check out her website, check out the books. You will not be disappointed. I was not disappointed. Much love to you. Thank you so much. We're going to conclude the show for this evening. Again, thank our guest, Shelly Mache, for thank joining you. me. I am your host, as always, Jones Harwell, and this has been Journeys with Jones Harwell. <laughs>